dum 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 Welcome to Sports Are Dumb. I'm Joey. I'm Sean. And Sean, since our last episode, there's been quite a bit that's gone on in the sports world. I think perhaps most notable, we were talking about it just before we came on the air. I signed up for a basketball league. It starts in mid-July. I'm already regretting <laughs> it. I think I have time. I could probably back out of it if I want. Thankfully, but we're going to do it. It's going to be a, good card. It's indoors. It's an indoor basketball league. Who knows if ACs are working in July in Texas, though. Oh, uh, goodness. I hope so. It'll probably be way too hefty. It'll be 40 degrees, <laughs> as is customary here. Uh, or the drive over to wherever your, your league is. You got to hop in the car right, right in the afternoon, right when it's the hottest. You're driving like, oh, it's so hot. Your seatbelt, your steering wheel, and then you get to the game, and then you hop in that 40-degree AC, and you're good to go. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I, I can wait. I can't wait quite a bit, in fact, and will have to wait because it, again, will not start for over a month from today. I mean, I'm jealous, and I'm not jealous. I'm jealous that uh, I'm not jealous that you're playing basketball. I, I never need to play basketball again. <laughs> um, I am jealous that you're confident enough to sign up for a league um, at our age because my knees don't work anymore. That's why I play hockey. Hockey's all hips. Uh, if I tried to jump right now, um, my podcasting career might be over as well because <laughs> I wouldn't be able to uh, walk to a microphone to record. <laughs> wouldn't be able to breathe. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it might be irrational and misplaced confidence. I did play in a league last year that was with a lot of people that at least I knew through someone else on the team. Like, he knew them. And mm -hmm. our friend Rohan, we'll give him the shout-out. He, he at least knew most of the players. I knew probably about three of them coming into it. But we all had that camaraderie there. This is as a free agent, which in my experience in past years joining teams as free agent, it's been very... Hit or miss. Yeah, Occasionally, hit or miss. you'll make some friends. I mean, you I make guess some lifelong friends, life. but um, but yes, it usually. I'm, I'm not anticipating team success, but I also I was pleased with myself because pre-pandemic, I'd been known to get into it occasionally with a ref. I might I might question a call here and there. I might get a technical after I get slapped in the face for saying that's bullshit or hit me in the fucking face and you can't swear in the league that we were in. I don't know about this one. You might be able to swear. You were putting it lightly. Then you ramped it up. I was like, uh, okay, all right. Now that is more on par. From the football one. <laughs> oh man, this is my, I, I don't remember if I've told this story on the podcast. We'll get a, just a quick sidebar here. You know, this ref, we, <laughs> there was a, there was a flag football league. Sean and I used to play in the ref started the game. He calls the captains over and he says, I hate, that I'm here doing this. I think he even said, I hate you guys because he wanted to play some new game that was out. It was like Overwatch 4 was out or something. I don't know if there is a fourth Overwatch. I don't know what year that came out. If there there's is, not. there's not. Okay, so he wanted to play some other game. <laughs> Unclear what it was, but he. Th this was the introduction for the, the two captains. It was like, welcome. No, not even a welcome. Just I hate, the, I hate that I'm here and I hate you. And I was like, perfect. Great way to start. And he, he showed it. In his officiating, there's a, a gender rule in the league, which is basically every third play, all the guys stand still 
all the women go out for a pass unless you know there's there's a couple wrinkles to it but that's like the bulk of it of how it typically works so if you are a guy and you're not standing still and you go out and run it's a penalty so mere feet in front of this official's face a guy on the other team runs down says ah shit because he remembered the rule and like sulks back like uh you know bart simpson when he's sent to his room just plodding feet trudging back like he knows he knows he screwed up yeah and i look at the ref and he he has made multiple bad calls already or non-calls i should say where he did not call things that were pretty obviously penalties and so i said to him i said oh did you miss that one too and then i got the flag (laughs) (laughs) i still maintain that that was some nonsense but whatever but as I was saying, the pandemic, I've, I've become more calm. I don't get as riled up. I don't care anymore. It's the same the mean, same mindset that you had where it's like, I'm just happy that my body has not given out on me <laughs> exactly. yet. And I can just enjoy life. I was not the one getting ejected I, like another player we played against did um, for, for what I would deem a, a pretty ridiculous reason to get ejected. Um, but I loved it. I loved watching from the sidelines and being like, that was probably me. I've never actually gotten ejected from a game. I usually just get a flag oh. or a technical. And then I'm like, nah, like I sat in traffic for 45 minutes to get here. I'm not trying to leave the game entirely. I just want to express my displeasure <laughs> a little bit. But this is all a roundabout way of saying, Sean, that while I will probably regret my decision, it's not being heavily dissected like... <laughs> A landmark decision in the golf world. The golf world. Uh, just a, a uh, I guess a, what do you call something that you want to say before you get into your point? A, a prelude. Preamble, a prelude? Preamble's good too. Preamble's Preamble. Preamble. Yeah. Uh, precursor. Any of those, I, I guess. Um, I don't watch that much golf. I don't care about that much golf. Uh, I would watch Sundays if Tiger was in it. Uh, that's about the extent of golf I would watch, but I, I know, I know the game. I know how to, I know how to score it, you know, go to, uh, some putt putt you get a little scorecard and a pencil without an erasers. So you can't edit your score or whatever. That's dumb, but that's for another day. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, this week I love hypocrisy so much when it shows itself in the most shameless version uh, I don't know if you guys have heard, um, the PGA Tour um, has been competing with the, it hasn't been really a competition. Uh, there's been guys leaving the PGA Tour to join this uh, golf league called Live, L-I-B, uh, I guess similar to the nightclub in Miami. Oh, why is it called Live? Why is it called the Live Golf Tour? Anyways, whatever. But the uh, the thing about it is the Live Golf Tour is funded by uh, Saudi, the folks in Saudi Arabia, the same Saudi Arabia that uh, took a bone saw to a Washington Post journalist because uh, they didn't like what he was reporting, that was an American citizen. Uh, the same Saudi Arabia that had a hand in 9-11. The same Saudi Arabia that is supplying weapons to uh, warring nations in Africa. It's, it's blood, blood money that uh, the Saudis have, and they have a lot of it, blood money and oil money. But these uh, rich-ass, already rich PGA players like Phil Mickelson, Brooks Koepka, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, even retired folks like Greg Norman. It's like the PGA Tour is not paying us enough 
So we're going to go over to the blood money and uh, play for them. And, and it's like guaranteed contracts because PGA tour, um, you, you only make money by the tournaments that you play in and win. Uh, what they were doing at live. is just like, here's your contract play as a mini turn mini or, uh, you probably have a set number of tournaments you got to play in, but you have like a guaranteed amount. And so like the PGA was ripping this tour apart. How could you betray the PGA tour? Tiger Woods, Roy McIlroy coming out saying, uh, you're betraying us. You're like, you're, you're joining this evil empire. And so like the live tour kicks off and like those guys are suspended from the PGA tour, except for the majors. I don't really understand how the majors aren't part of the PGA. So live guy can still play in the PGA regardless. Uh, live kicks off and like they're on the CW, like nobody's watching their tournaments. Uh, like they got some, they got some pretty famous guys, but like the PGA tour is still the main draw. Two years later. Uh, well, no, 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 I take back. I, I'm skipping ahead. Let me forget. Uh, so live decides that since the players can't play in the PGA tour events, that they can't be members of both. They sue the PGA and one of, one of the things that they can do with suing is they probably weren't going to win, but they got that Saudi money, and so they can drag out this trial, these cases, these lawsuits, as long as they want because they have, like, an unending uh, fund to, uh, to uh, sue the PGA. PGA does not. Well, they might. I think they do, but they don't want to do all that. And so come uh, this past week, uh, in a surprise announcement, that nobody knew about, not even the players on the PGA Tour. Uh, the PGA and Liv merged. And so all that talk about being ethically right, uh, standing on your principles and your morals, you were hearing from the leader of the uh, PGA, I think his name was Jay Monahan. learned that this week, uh, out the door. All that good shit he was talking, it's gone. Why? Because money talks, baby. Like, whatever principle you have, money is worth more than it. And it's so stupid. And it's just like, um, it's just, it was so wild. Like, I was glued to Twitter that day. Just just shocked. Now, sexing friends that watch golf, because I don't watch golf, I'm like, hey, explain this to me. Like, how wild is this? He's like, I, and my friend, they just couldn't believe it. And so, like, the players didn't know. They were like, oh, it's great learning about the news on Twitter that uh, we're now taking, you know, the Saudi blood money. Um, and it was just... It was a, such an epic, and you, money rules, man. Just money rules. That's how, and now you think they're going to stop it golf? They're definitely going to buy into some NBAs and NFL teams. And now our, all our sports are going to be compromised. And we're just going to have to turn the other cheek, I guess. And like, yep, our money's funded by, you know, uh, folks that, uh, have harmed, that, that have harmed us. It's why, and like, what, and I haven't really heard any like politicians. Politicians were in the NBA's ads when they was, uh, messing with China. But nobody said anything about golf in Saudi. So, like, the hypocrisy, it's its amazing. It never ceases to end. And, like, it's going to keep going. And it money, man, money rules. I, 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 I'm, I can't be shocked even more. I, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was. <laughs> well, a couple of things from that. Live is the Roman numeral for 54 which is how many holes you play in a live tournament instead of the 72 of so you play three days instead of EGA. Yes. Which I think was part of the draw for folks, obviously money, the biggest draw I would say for the, the non-stars because I remember when, when people were jumping ship in 2021, 2022, 
the people who because again when you're in a pga event you have to make the cut at a tournament you have to reach a certain level of i guess mediocrity right because it's kind of based on what like the cut is not a set number it's based off however (laughs) everyone else is doing whereas in live golf some of those tournaments you were making six figures just for showing up you could have gotten last place by 30 strokes which would be me if i were out playing against professional golfers probably 130 strokes worse than whoever the worst player was and to just show up and get one hundred eighty thousand dollars or whatever for like a menial struggling golfer i get why money talks for that it's like oh i can put in half the effort yeah. but i i just want someone to come out and just say that like I, yeah, no, I'm yeah, sure it would be think. horrifically, you know, uh, terrible for your brand or whatever. But I, I feel like you'd get more credit if you were just like, yeah, like I was at the PGA Tour. I was an independent contractor that had like limits on what I could do. And I was making $500,000. And then a private investment fund comes and they're like, hey, here's $150 million. You're playing <laughs> a third as many tournaments. Every tournament is what's the math 25% less holes than you're yeah. used to or than like you're typically playing and oh by the way you're getting like free private jets flown everywhere you're getting like these lavish golf courses that are more like a party instead of like actual golf like i think yeah you can wear shorts yeah you can wear shorts you can get like people are cheering in the crowd like all the time it's not just after a clutch putt or a nice little drive down the fairway there's all kinds of cast but i just want someone like bryson dechambeau was on a cnn show and they asked like hey what about the fact that all of this money is for his blood buddy like you were saying and his i think he had like a minute long answer that i the whole time i was just like oh man like Someone this, get him off this the caught you very off guard. Like you had your like three talking points and he was yeah. just trying to find something. He literally said nobody's perfect in regards to 9-11. 9-11. Like, come on, man. Come on, come man. On. And like, no, they got like before live happened, as he was happening, as they were Phil Mickelson trying to convince people to go over there. He's like, yeah, I know the Khashoggi thing happened. He's a journalist that got murdered. Uh, I know that, and they, you know, there's some pretty bad dudes. They murder people for being gay, but there's no but after that. Like, come on, like, ah, oh, man, it's just. I guess cash that really does rule. I'm glad I'm not rich because I'm glad I'm not uh, putting my uh, principle, my morals. I don't have these moral dilemmas uh, about my day. It's it's wild what people would do for the mighty dollar, and but like. What the so what the players were they obviously didn't care about human rights, uh, but what the, they were wanting the PGA to do what Live does, so that's why they because they, they wanted more money. They that's why they, I asked my friend because all the talking points were like, well, it's good. The good thing about it is good for the game of golf. They weren't explaining what that means. I'm like, what does that mean? It's good for the game of golf. And my my friend just said more money. I was like, oh, so that's what that means? Good for the game of golf. <laughs> They're getting paid more. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's just. It's wow, wow, wow! Only who's next? What, only in America, man. Where, where's Don King at? Like, <laughs> it's it's wild that I feel like soccer and tennis are game. next. That's my that's. Oh my yeah, soccer's going on right yes. now because they're buying up all the uh, soccer. Yeah, teams, they tried um, to get messy with one point six billion dollars. Oh my god, sports washing. I mean, like you're saying, like all of 
or not all of them, but a lot of the athletes, like Phil Mickelson, I think his net worth was already, what, like $200 million. Like he's won a bunch of tournaments. He's got his, uh, I can't even remember the name of it, but it's like health beer brand or whatever that it is. How much more money you need? <laughs> like if you have hundreds of millions of dollars already, if it were us two, we don't have. We don't have any millions of dollars. No. Even collectively, I would say we probably don't have millions of dollars unless you're secretly hiding some some uh, buried treasure underneath one of your Zelda posters or something. <laughs> this treasure under there? Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> but yeah, if someone was like, hey, here's $150, 200000000 million to come play golf. First of all, I'd be like, you are wildly overestimating my golfing <laughs> skills. and. Perhaps it's like the, um, you know how people always say how good it would be at the Olympics to have like an average person like running next to all these elite athletes so you could get a sense of like just how good they are. That happens though, because like a country will qualify in an event that like they would never qualify in any other country. And then you see them in that pre <laughs> preliminary round. It's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. My favorite is still the the snowboarder who did it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. and she she's going so slow. Yeah, she, she qualified, but that was American, wasn't it? She qualified because yeah. she just went to so many events that nobody else was at, and so she got first place. And then she qualified for the Olympics. That's <laughs> what a grip! But that's like, a brilliant. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's great on her. That's brilliant amazing. Time. Brilliant oh, I remember time. that. What a callback! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't. I'd like to say, oh yeah, I'll take the moral high ground. But if it's like, oh, I can be set for life, and like future generations of mine can also be set for life like i don't know i don't know if i'd take such a high ground but if i already had hundreds of millions of dollars i feel like i could i could be more like tiger or rory but again i don't know like i've never had hundreds of millions of dollars may i'm sure it changes fundamentally how you think and act and see the world around you it's like the john mulaney bit with mick jagger he's like if i want a diet coke (laughs) I say, may I please have a Diet Coke, please? Mick Jagger just goes, Diet Coke, and one appears in his hand. <laughs> no, I mean, what, I would, that is right. Uh, again, I'm glad I'm not rich. I asked my friend, like, all right, so say someone's worth $30 billion and they get an extra billion. I was like, what's the difference between being a 30 billionaire or a 31 billionaire? He's like, $1 billion. I'm like, okay, you, <laughs> you know what I mean. But it's just like... These the most guys- literal response. <laughs> it's just like... It's never enough, and for the it's like that's I mean that's the definition of America. It's it's never going to be enough. How much money you make, like it's it's we're what a time, baby, twenty twenty three, the year of our Lord, twenty twenty three, where we learn that we will work with our attackers to uh, get that bread. Yes, and it's not even a good sandwich. (laughs) Terrible. Would you rather watch Sean? Would you rather watch? Professional golf, frisbee golf, or the show Holy Moly, hosted by Rob Riggle. It's the Steph Curry backed show where it's mini golf but way extreme. It's like mini golf meets wipeout. Okay, okay. Professional golf is like that's nap. That's nap time. That NASCAR, the hum of NASCAR, straight to bed. The uh, the soft voice of Jim Nance on the back nine at whatever golf course. Pebble Beach, Augusta, whatever other golf course there is. Uh, that's napping time. But like, if, 
So if some dude, holy moly, Steph Curry doing backflips and trying to putt through a dinosaur, um, through a mushroom, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, my eyes going to stay open for that. And I'm sure it's not three hours long. I think it's just an hour, but if you have a marathon, <laughs> could be back to back. I had a, oh. I, I think it was just called Sierra Mini Golf or something. Um, game Sierra the company, not like the geographic Sahara misspelled, <laughs> um, oh. or like Sierra Leone or something like that. But it was just a you know a sort of ridiculous three D. Maybe it was 3D mini golf. I think they really pushed the 3D because it was like the mid 90s when it first came out. But I just remember some of the holes were very ridiculous. Like there was one where you had to hit it through essentially like a a chainsaw. And if you (laughs) misplayed it, your ball would just get obliterated into smithereens. (laughs) Oh, no. And I also liked that if you played with multiple players, because you could play, I think it was up to four players, that sometimes you could do something as the first player that impacted the rest of the game. So there was one hole where the hole, it was, I think it was supposed to be like an Egyptian sort of throwback type of thing where the hole is like at the top of a pyramid. Very cumbersome to get to normally, but there was one little cheat you could do where there was an eagle in the corner or like some some sort of bird, maybe a hawk, and you could hit the hawk and then it would be like, ah, and like pick up the ball (laughs) and drop it right in the hole. You get a hole in one. But then the hawk flies off and it's gone for the rest of the hole. So if there's other people playing, they have to do it the other way. And I like that. I like that sense of realism. Like that hawk wouldn't come back after it just got hit by a ball. It wouldn't <laughs> then sit down again and be like, all right, come on. Give yeah, me one more. Hey, hey, who's hit me next? <laughs> I like how we both had the same hawk voice. <laughs> well, I just... All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how they talk. No, give, they... Give me another. Then, yeah. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have some more? So now he's gritty. Oliver Twist. I don't know, what is that? Gritty Italian? But yeah, also also <laughs> a, a poor English lad. Love yeah. to see it. Love to see it all around. Just like we love to see sports cliches popping up in and around our sporting events. And this one, you might even hear a golfer say it. I think this applies to every sport. I think you've probably heard it. Where we just need to play like we're capable of playing. Man, that's what the, uh, what, wait, isn't that what the Miami Heat are saying right now? Like, as they're facing off the Nuggets, we just need to play. Well, I guess both teams are saying that. Yeah, both teams have said that each game. <laughs> it's just alternated. Only one team has played the way they're capable of playing in every game. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidentally, that team has won. <laughs> so bad. Like, I don't even know what to say. I have no words. I'm getting hemmed up like Zion. Oh, that's for next time. <laughs> <laughs> nice little sneak peek at the next time. But for now, Sean, I hope you can wash your hands because they're covered in blood and oh. also dollars because sports are dumb.